Coming to you live from central Vietnam, it's the Traveling Dukes Podcast! <laughs> Yeah, so I recently got an air infection, and that's the result. Okay. Okay, so chaos instantly. Well, everyone, welcome to the Traveling Dukes uh, podcast, episode four. Yeah, cheers. Drinking cheers. water. Um, wow. Yeah, all right. Let's wow. get it. Yeah. So what, we're drinking water today, fellas, huh? Mm. Why is that, Simon? Well, it's Tom's idea. It's Tom's fault. Uh, Tom, Tom is an alcoholic. Well, so, was was uh, no, definitely not. But um, Tom, well, we all we all we all we all know our way around a liquor cabinet. So we've decided that for January we're going to cut out alcohol entirely for the whole month. Well, a little bit different for me. I'm not going to be smoking cigarettes or eating meat or drinking alcohol. So mm-hmm. pretty pretty shit month to be honest. Uh, no, it's a month of freedom and and realizing that you don't need all you got. I just hope the productivity rises. That's all. That's all. Liberate, liberate yourself from uh, worldly desires, there, young Thomas. Right. So, cheers, happy new year. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Traveling Dukes podcast. Traveling Dukes podcast. So, uh, yeah, new year, fellas. Any? Uh, what did we get up to? Not too much, right? Uh, we actually had a quiet one. We were planning to go to a beach party at this place called Ambang Beach. It's very close to our house. But uh, disaster struck young Tom. Uh, mm. Two days ago, we went swimming in the ocean. Then the next day, he complained all day that he had, you know, a little bit of a sore ear. Turns out he had what? What was the name of it? Oh yeah, middle ear infection. Middle ear infection. Quite serious. Yeah, could have could have gone even further if I didn't get the antibiotics very quickly. Yeah, yeah. So he's uh, <sighs> he's not allowed to leave the house pretty much for two days, even though we just drove for like an hour before. But uh, no, not allowed. <laughs> uh, house arrest. Um, so yesterday we decided to you know do it as a team um, and lock ourselves in the house and just drink a, a last few beers before the new year and uh, I, I had a good time. Yeah, it was, it was pretty fire. good. Right? Mm-hmm. We watched some uh, fireworks from our balcony. That's right. Yeah, it was pretty, yeah. pretty, uh, pretty heartwarming, oh. as you would say. Whatever. Happy New Year. <laughs> Family uh, friendly. Okay. So let's get into our first topic. Japan's not having sex. What do you guys have to say about Yo, that? Oh, so. yeah. I watched I watched a documentary on that a while ago. Oh, really? Did you? Yeah. They say that in 100 years, the population of Japan might have halved. Yeah, it's pretty what, insane. How? Pretty fifth, insane. Fifth stage country of development, isn't it? One of the right, few, yeah, where yeah. They've gone past the stage of is it fourth or whatever, and now the population is decreasing. Right, yeah. There's five stages. I don't know. There's only them. a few countries that are above. Yeah, it's like it's like um, one of the stages is populate as fast as you can because um, you because you need the the, the work like the, there's not enough money so you need more people in your family to work um, and then when you get past that stage you're in like generous wealth so you populate a lot more anyway. Let's, let's get it up um, on, uh, on the internet. Maybe there's a few of them, but then, yeah, like I think it's something like the fifth stage. Yeah. You then decide that you've got all you need and you don't need to have so many kids and you start, like you actually stop. And uh, yeah, Japan stops. Yeah, so it was the lowest number of births since records began in 1899. Shut up. Yeah. Since records began? Since records began. 25,000 wow. fewer than last year. Only 
921,000 babies were born by the end of 2018. That is that. so fascinating. There's I mean, like, percentage decrease in population at the moment. There's no decrease right now. No, well, yeah, so oh. because of the amount of deaths, there were 1.37 million deaths. They lost 448,000 <gasps> uh, people. No! For, for the so Japan's population is going down about half a million every year. It's, it's I on thought that it was trend a bit right steady. now. I thought it was a bit steady. I didn't think it was that bad. No, because they have a birth rate of 1.43, and you mm. need a birth rate of over 2 to keep mm. the population steady. Mm. What's the population of the country? Maybe like 300 million? Or... Ooh, don't have that number there, Tom. No. <laughs> it's not 300 million. It's got to be way less. No, nah, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, in it's in the 150 range. Right, yeah. okay. Uh, let's see. I know for no, a fact that, that, that Tokyo is 36 million people. But... That place is fascinating. Watch this space in, in like a couple of years' time. You'll say, hey, you remember Traveling Duke's podcast episode four? I desperately want to go to Japan and explore the bizarre... So do I. Bizarre yeah. like like dating culture there. You know, they have things called, cud they have things called cuddle cafes because people <laughs> are lonely, but they don't want boyfriends and girlfriends because they distract them from work. So they go to cuddle cafes and they pay someone to just spoon them. And there's like a price sheet of like, you can pay for just being spooned. They have that in New York can, City now, so. Really? Oh, yeah. You can crazy. pay to have your hair stroked or them talk to you or like ask you what's wrong. It's crazy. Yeah. They have like a virtual relationships in Japan. and. They also Japan. have loads of sex robots and, just, and, yeah. and dating robots, dating, dating dolls. Yeah. Um, and then they have like, uh, if you go to a club, you can pay someone to sit with you and laugh at your jokes and like just be your friend. Like if you're a wealthy businessman, but you don't want to, like maybe the stigma of flirting is a bit too much, but you just have this girl sit there, laugh at your jokes all night and then go home. You don't, just you don't. company. Yeah, just the company, man. Just the, just the, basically just the, um, the. I'm fine, I'm fine with most of that. I think the, uh, well, sex robots connected by the internet. That's where I draw the line. When you can that's where you draw the line. When you can control someone else's orgasm across the world. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, connected by the, yeah, yeah. They've got these things, what are they called? Omibods or something? Like Ooh, you, you Tom's been doing a little research well, on yeah, that. Yeah, oh, what kind of research are you doing there, Tom? Apparently you can find someone on a webcam and play them a song that vibrates that song Whoa. through the... I don't Whoa. Know. Yeah. Whoa. Well, so yeah, so the thing is, like, Japan is like one of the kinkiest cultures in the world, right? Right. Like, their pornography is just insane. It's pretty outrageous. Okay. And, well, well ten tentacle, tentacle porn? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you look at like uh, Pornhub releases like stats for country. Are we just uh, going straight into talking about Pornhub? <laughs> yeah, well, well, they release like the top search of each each country per right. year. Okay. And Japan, it's always hentai. It's always that well, anime. Anime, anime stuff, being anime, right? yeah. Anime yeah. is a weird thing, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't know. It's just... it. There was, I, I can't remember who did the documentary, it was on YouTube, and uh, it was all about the Jap Japan's sex culture. And at the very end of the video, they interviewed this, this girl, and she was like, um, yeah, I just, I see no reason to have a boyfriend or marry. I'm focused on my work, and that will just get in the way of it. Babies will deduct, like it's basically, like, she, I think she said babies were like a deductible tax from your, your salary. Like, it's That's a cold insane. way of looking at it. But um, yeah, Does she also like uh, Japanese anime porn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then this this summary was like Japan is the country of innovation and simplification, and they've decided <laughs> to simplify their lives to the extent that they just don't want to populate. It's crazy. Yeah, there was a study done in 2016 that 42 percent of men and 44 percent of women 
aged between 18 to 34 are virgins. Wow. Whoa, wait, sorry, yeah. one more time. How much percent? 42% of men and 44% of women. Wow. That is yeah. crazy. Um, I mean, nuts? population problems, like, I, so obviously, like, some, some countries have terrible overpopulation problems. Um, we, we, we've been talking about this weird thing that's going to happen to China very soon to do with their one-child policy. Because um, what what they they the one child policy limited how many kids they could have, but now um, the, what was the problem? There's going to be too many old people, right? Well, it's the same thing that's going to happen in Japan. Yeah. Like that, that Japan has one of the highest life expectancies in the world. Yeah. So if you're not having any any kids, yeah, you got all these freaking old so, people. So what, just there, going was around. This, there was no, this massive right. population. They were only able to have one child in China. Right. And then all those one child children are like now middle aged. Yeah. Pretty um, much. So all like that huge population that originally had those kids is now old and there's way too many old people. Right? Yeah, there's That's a huge yeah, imbalance. Right? Yeah. 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 And it's funny, like Japan's just doing it naturally or yeah. I don't know, unnaturally well, see, with their weird sex robots or whatever. Yeah. Japan could be even weirder because obviously the birth rate's going down, but they also have some of the best medical like facilities in the world. So they, the care of the elderly is going to go up and up and up in terms of standards. It's just going to well, be such cost, a though. Like, such an old, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, old non-working population who are surviving. Yeah, it's it, like so. Japan's one of the most like also homogenous cult, uh, countries in the world, meaning like they're like they're almost entirely Japanese in Japan. They don't really let in foreigners right, that much. Right. And they're, Same with China. <laughs> they're looking at actually starting to increase their visa system because they're so desperate for young workers now. Yeah. Mm. So mm. Japan might not be Japan. <laughs> well, I mean, years. yeah. That, that, I, I always say that like China's a crazy example of like... Um, of, of, uh, of pretty much everything. Well, everything, <laughs> but like specifically cross-country popula po uh, populating... Because, like, if you go into, uh, a, like, a Chinese city, pretty much 95% of those people have black hair and brown eyes. Because they've never yeah. bred with any other strains of DNA. Like, they've never... No, they're still 90% Han Chinese. Yeah, yeah, they've never adopted any blonde traits or, like, any ginger people because, like... It's not even cross. You do Chinese, see Chinese albino Chinese every now and again. Every, there are some Chinese albinos, <laughs> but like, yeah, Chinese people just mate with Chinese people, so they all. That's true, and it's not even cross national population. No. It's cross provincial. Like people within the same province all look the same. Go somewhere else, things look slightly different, but all the same. Like yeah. different cultures across the country are all just so right. Yeah, yeah. yeah fine. Sure. Well, yes. talking about conformity in China, let's go to our next topic. Uh, this is creepy. Did you boys wear school uniforms in England? Of course. Yeah. Did you really? All, all right, the so way, all the way I until we went to college. Yeah, college, which is yeah. our like grade eleven and twelve, we were still still wearing some uniform. Oh no, no, I up until high suit, school. Yeah. Up until high school. Yeah. Really? Yeah, all right. Well, in America, we don't have to put up with that crap. No, you don't. Well, <laughs> some do, like private schools, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so check this out. See these nice little uniforms, aren't they? they adorable. Do look adorable. Yeah, they look good. Well, these are intelligent school uniforms that are embedded oh with identification no! and GPS tracking chips. Oh, no! yeah. Isn't what? that fun? Eleven no! schools in uh, Guizhou province have introduced these China, uniforms. What are you doing? What are you doing? Don't put GPS trackers on your kids. So they need to have freedom. <laughs> they need to explore. No. <laughs> These little no. school kids not only have no freedom of what to wear or how to express themselves or right. their own haircut, they have uh, to work, what, eight hours a day, no, six days a week, no. and now they're being tracked for everything. You need to be where able, they go, you need where to they have, are. as a child, you need to have the ability to skip school once.
once or twice. Jeez. Well, like, not in Guizhou. Yeah, like not in Guizhou. You need to have just like been able to like you've got that conformity of school, and occasionally you're just like, yeah, yeah, f screw, sc fuck school. I'm gonna just bounce today. Like you gotta be able to do that once or twice. Well, check this out. So they're all these uniforms are also connected to a facial recognition system. No. So at the no. campus gates, if the kid for twenty seconds, so if the kid comes in. Uh, the, the video tracking system starts tracking them just to make sure it's actually that kid that is in that uniform oh so they God. can't swap with the, like their classmate oh, or whatever. That is miserable. Yeah, isn't that insane? Uh, that is how, how, is the, how is this thing powered? Is it on like all the time or is it Yeah, it's like a GPS thing that, that could uh, be with, uh, can be watched 500 times. China, wow. China, you gotta stop, please. <laughs> So yeah. wherever the kid goes on the way to school, on the way home from school, and even at home, like they know where exactly where that kid is. Yeah, the wardrobe is, you know, sorry. For I mean, this wardrobe. is sort of like it's, it is creepy, but it's probably going to be the future for everybody everywhere eventually. What GPS tracks tracking children? Like it's like South Park did an episode about that, like five years ago, with You're like kid right, tracker with like a giant thing. like satellite on up, on top not... of all the kids, but. It's probably gonna happen, yeah. So let's see. Uh, I got a couple of things China. Here. I mean, like, so I I want to make a video on this eventually. That like, I had a wonderful time teaching in China. The school I worked at, the children were wonderful. Teachers were wonderful. Like, it was a great school. But those children throughout high school, college, university, they are almost clinically depressed. Pretty clinically yeah, depressed. I, agree. I would I would put my neck out and say. 80% of children in university in China are clinically depressed. Like, they are miserable. They have yeah. a miserable existence. They, they go to boarding schools, the majority of them. They work 8 a.m. till 8 p.m. every single day, and they have a stack of homework to go right until 10 p.m. when they go to sleep. They have private tutoring every weekend for literally like 10 hours a day. It's miserable. It yeah, is disgusting. I, I'm, no, I'm no counselor. It is I'm disgusting. a little bit of a selfish guy, but I've had a few awkward one-on-one, -on -one, you know, conversations about this with a few students, yeah. and it's like I don't know what to say. They're just coming out with all this stuff. How overworked they are. How much free time they don't have. Oh my gosh. And, uh, I feel so sorry for them, but I talk to like kids at my school in grade six, and they're like, I "I'm like, what do you do with your free time?" They're like, "Okay, homework. well, Monday to Monday to Friday, I work in school, eight a.m. to eight p.m., then I go to bed after homework." On a Saturday, I have private class 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., then I finish my homework and go to bed. On Sunday, almost all of them have class from 8 a.m. till about 3.30, and then they say they have from 3.30 till 6 p.m. to have to like develop a hobby, then they have dinner at 6 p.m. What then kind they, of hobbies do they have there? Then they go to bed early or they go back to boarding school. I mean, they play piano. Yeah, well, like they're usually hobbies, forced to play Their hobbies are just their what parents their parents choose them to do, yeah. or they just spend their time on their phone because it's it's a sweet release. Like, wow. Yeah. Don't get me started on that, like, late at night. That's that's miserable. Well, all right, so yeah, one yeah, more that's... thing. So uh, this is a big problem in China is that how overworked these kids are. If you actually spend any time as a teacher, especially in the upper grades, mm -hmm. you are going to see at least a couple kids fall asleep in your class. Oh, for sure. Well, don't worry there, people, no. because these these uh, tracking oh, devices will no. sound alarms if a student falls asleep in class. Oh, <laughs> wait, wait, what? How? Holy nah, fuck. Nah. Are they, do, they, do they monitor their heart rate? I don't know. Well, facial recognition. They've already had uh, cameras installed in classrooms last year that would scan everyone's face and if they were turning drowsy. That's crazy. Start, 
just playing th- some sounds. <laughs> I, th- I think uh, some people listening might be thinking, well, that's impossible. How can how can you not notice a kid asleep in a class? Well, no, it's we teach 60 students. when you have 40 60 kids, kids in a class, easy. all yeah, their books stacked up on the desks and all the shit. Sometimes you can, and like you're going off on one on the board, like just doing yeah. your own thing. It can happen. But... Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, chat like I think I think it's it's going to be interesting because China's raising this weird generation of kids right now. Like very weird. strange. Yeah. Like I think I think they're very honestly unhinged because they 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 don't know of anything other than education, and it's changed very recently, right? Like yeah, their parents' generation like, were no, not like this. No, like parent generations had like western work schedules like nine to three nine to four but suddenly they just brought it in this new generation has literally no free time and they're wired weird like they have to be working for 12 hours a day i can't do that like i lose interest i nothing will sink into my brain past like you mean to tell me you would lose interest in the amazing five thousand years of cultural heritage that they're learning about (laughs) it's also like it's also like if we want to learn our alphabet Here's 26 characters you've pretty much done. And if we want to understand a word that we see in front of us and we don't know that word, we can piece it together using grammatical rules and like, right. th- like okay, we can well, figure it out. In China, it, it, there's 30,000 characters. And if you see a character you don't know, there's pretty much no way of understanding it. There's like slight things like uh, maybe this means house or maybe this means dog, but like you really won't be able to figure it out. So what do you think the government's uh, like purpose with this is to overwork the kids? Do you think it's working? Do you think they're actually smarter when they grow up? Do you think they're graduating? Probably. No, they're... they're mm. d- d- no, I think they're, they're the opposite. Right? Yeah, their they're, they're education system so, is terrible. I think they're just they're all socially awkward. Yeah. Well, Uncreative, yeah, I mean, controlled kids. Like Until grade seven, and I, I can't speak for all of China, but um, in, in my province, from everybody I talk to, up until grade seven, no child learns geography or history or most science. They don't learn a lot of music. They don't do dance. They they like they don't do much yeah, art. Yeah, no creative arts. Yeah, so I don't know. It's raising some. I think some weird kids. Honestly, like we we don't know what they're gonna turn out like. This is like the generation of these overworked kids. And if they have no free time, they have no idea like how to. I think it'll create serious, like, anti-social behavior, yeah. um, like, ooh, some weird things. I mean, you, you see, for example, um, how many kids in the class wear glasses, right? It's definitely higher than I see in the West. This, a, water, this water tastes like sandwiches. Well, that's because we have a dirty fridge there, young Simon. <laughs> I believe you left some uh, some pretty funky vegetables. All right, we're on the next topic. Guys. All right, let me check the, the camera. Let me check the camera. Yeah. Well, our next our next topic is also about China. China. Uh, all right, so I, I want to ask a question of you boys. Uh, all right. Let's start off with uh, Simon. Have you were you ever a shoplifter as a boy? Wow. Yeah. Um, this is the Traveling Duke's Inquisition. I was confess your crimes. <laughs> <laughs> I was a very good boy. Oh really? Um, no, I I never shop. I don't think I ever shoplifted anything. Um, t- truthfully, I might I might have eaten a couple of pick and mix sweets at the corner shop. Oh no! Fazzy's wow. corner shop. Call yeah, the might've. fucking call the police squad. Might have done that. Um, call the constable. Yeah, no, I I didn't I didn't ever um, shoplift. I was once detained for shoplifting. Oh really? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Uh, it all it all goes back to my, my origins with Halo Mega Blocks. Um, oh God! Yeah. Oh, does. I remember this story. This is quite funny. Yeah. Right. So so um so Halo Mega Blocks, wonderful little. So Mega Blocks is an alternative of Lego. Halo is uh, the number one video game in the, in the whole world. Uh, fight me. Is it really? Uh, fight me. Fight me. <laughs> greatest greatest gaming franchise ever made. Okay. Um, and they 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 made oh, these Mario. little. Uh, <laughs> just no nowhere close. They okay. made um they made these little figures. And um, you could get a thing called a random pack, a blind bag, which was like a little plastic bag with a random figure inside, one of eight. Um, and like, you, you bought one, you didn't know which one you were getting yet, you always wanted Cortana. Where, where's, um, this, where's the thefts coming here? So, <laughs> so um, I would go to my local Tesco's, which is like a big uh, supermarket chain in England, go to my local Tesco's and they'd have a box of these. Now, you could get one of eight, or you could get the secret mystery figure. There was only one uh, per box and it was translucent. Exciting. Yeah. So what I do was I knew which ones they were and eventually they started printing codes you could tell. But originally I was feeling all the packs. And if you found one of the translucent ones, you could sell it on eBay for like 20, 30 quid. So I was making a good amount of money in blocks fest and things. Pretty but um, I was feeling for them. And then uh, I found one, bought it, and then I was leaving the shop. And the security guard pulled me out, took me to the detention center with my girlfriend at the whoa, time. Whoa. And then uh, they pulled up CCTV and they were like, what were you doing? Were you, were you pickpocketing? Were you shoplifting? I was like, no. And then they found... No, I'm just fe feeling for the special <laughs> Halo figure. Well, that's what I, I did say that. I said, I'm feeling for the special Halo figure. And they were like, all right. And then they, they, they got me to empty my pockets. And I had uh, two more of these in my pocket. Uh, as, as you do. As I do. And they were like, you took these. I was like, no, I didn't. I've got the receipt from Asda, like a Walmart, oh, Walmart attach attachment. Um, and all it said on it was boys toys. And they were like, well, how do we know this is the Mega Bloks? And I, I ended up losing it with them because it was like half an hour. I pulled up my YouTube channel and I was like, here's a hundred videos of me unboxing these things. Fucking fight me and let me go home. They were like two dollar, two pounds. And this, like my girlfriend was sitting there like, what, what's up? Like, <laughs> we're uh, sitting here for half an hour because you're like feeling toys. That's a, that's a fun time for so a girlfriend. You're, you're, <laughs> you're a serial <laughs> supermarket Halo figure feeler. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, uh, I think probably the worst thing I ever saw was a hookah. Oh, really? A like a whole lens. thing for the shisha? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Just, like, stick it in your jacket? What? Well, no, it was like a, it was like an Indian restaurant, and it, it had it as like a decorative thing on the on the outside uh, of the restaurant. How big we talking? Like two, three feet? It was like yeah, like three yeah. feet with okay. like a couple wow. couple hoses. You just was, you just, just nabbed that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I drove by with my with my beat up uh, station wagon, and I was just like, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> that sweet temptation. So I, so I parked oh, the car and I, I slowly walked by it a couple times and then I just lifted it. Uh, How so long till you were caught? Never caught. Never what caught. Never caught. Wow. And you'll never catch me. <laughs> <laughs> what was the thought process? You saw it one day and thought, I like that. You saw it another yeah. day. Yeah. I, I could take that. And yeah. the third day, I will take it. I think, yeah. yeah Something I don't like know. The temptation like that, yeah. grew. Um, and to I know Tom. Is a is a serial shoplifter. Well, I, I had a feeling that it was going to come to me. Was yeah. Um, was. Well, we were building up, right? Uh, well, I guess so. No, I had um, I, I had a pretty bad, I had some bad problems. I mean, my my teenage life was by no means smooth nor good. And yeah, <laughs> I can see the, 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 the wiry nature I don't behind know, those sunglasses. I don't know what how much I should say to the camera and the microphone. What was uh, now? Now I know I know the the, the, the story already, but. What was the most ambitious thing you ever shoplifted, Tom? Um, 
Yeah, I've got a few tents from a big supermarket chain. Three tents mm. at the same time. I mean, that's just that's just that's outrageous. outrageous. Like, why yeah. would you ever like, think that was three possible? Three tents at the same time. To paint a slight picture, I was a really big scumbag. Got mixed in with the wrong crowd. A scumbag, a, you say? I, from I was Manchester, a, you say? I was, oh. I was a graffitiing, <laughs> kicking doors down, breaking car wow, windows, kind of king. And I've been shoplifting for a while because I was good at it. I don't know. And anyway, went into Tesco. This same supermarket in England one day, mm. uh, about a week before we were going to Leeds Festival, decided to take a few tents. tents. Yeah, it worked. I walked straight out of the store with two eight-man tents by my side because obviously no one expects you to be stealing that plainly, right? Well, no, I mean, <laughs> I, I, no, I mean, in fairness, if someone does see you going hide in plain sight, it's it worked. Yeah, so I went back like an hour or two hours later. Which is Why? Probably, probably a stupid. <laughs> I think I could manage. So you got away, and then you went. So back. I, yeah, I got away, got these tents, and I realized there's more people going to this festival than I thought. So I needed more tents. I could make oh. money. I could sell these tents on the doors, oh, boys. These were like a hundred pounds. Anyway, so I went back and I decided to take three tents. I was, you know, same. Wait, to make five? To make five. Same, wow. same, same ordeal. Go in, get the tents, just walk straight out. Look, look like you've paid. Look like you've not done anything wrong. The security guards, security guards, like I was I've very, seen that guy with tents already well, today. You know, the security didn't pick up the first time. They didn't pick up the second time. Who, who did, however, was the store manager who was sat right by the entrance on his coffee break, and he, uh. he, so he saw me go through and. He pulled me over and then, uh, well, well what, what's, what's the problem, the officer? <laughs> yeah, so I did the whole crocodile tears thing like it was my first moment of madness in my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was very good at playing. Don't send me to juvie. I mean, I think I had uh, my old drama school's uniform on. I looked like a respectable Oh, wow. So I, you had, yeah. I, I, I played the child, you know. I was like, oh, no, that's sorry. Uh, moment of madness. I don't know what happened. They let uh, me off. They let me off. They let um, you off. Well, actually, they called the police, but they took too long to turn up, so my mum came and rescued me. I don't know, man. That's a horrible story. And I just told the fucking world. Well, yeah, traveling dukes. Uh, no longer thieves and no longer alcoholics for uh, 2019. So the reason I brought this up, I mean, it didn't really need to uh, incriminate anybody. No, that's kind or of incriminate myself. But, well, it's fine. Uh, if you were a kid, it's it's uh it's past the uh whatever. Japan uh, so, population. Has. So we are uh, we're going to a viral prank in China. So let's watch this video here, boys. Mm. So this is a jewelry store prank uh, that people are pulling off in China, mm. and this is absolutely lovely. So they try on the thing, and then they, <laughs> they run over to them here just to trick the store clerk. <laughs> they run around, and then they just have to awkwardly stand there. <laughs> Oh, that's great. And just up, uh, go into a mirror. Uh, up, uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Nice. I like it. Yeah, it's just like just the greatest thing ever. I mean, to be fair, their initial <laughs> movements are way too fast. They shouldn't. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they look like they're running for it. Wait, isn't that not the same store? Same store. Yeah, it is. It's like the same store, different people. Every time they always go for it. I mean, you've got to you got to give it a try. Like, yeah. even if even if you think they are going for me, you got to get. Yeah, you got to get. I'm leaping over that cabinet. Yeah, that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, I, I, I want to see this happen in like a. Well, I don't know. I want to see someone end, get taken down. High end jewelry store in California or something. Who's a prank? Who's a prank? You know? Yeah, Mel Gates and security guards. See how that goes down. Yeah. Well, you know, not everything is horrible in China. They're. Lovely sometimes, viral pranks about that. Having, having a good time. 
Yeah, so, uh, blah, I think that's pretty much it there, boys. Any uh, any thoughts for the new year coming up? Um, I... Uh, yeah, sort of the same there. I'm pretty dead in the head myself. I am dead in the head as well. Yeah. No, no, I... I, I well, yes. Thank <laughs> you.